You're listening to the Real Raw Relatable Podcast with Kat John. Episode number aisle 133. It's in aisle number 133. G'day legends. Welcome to the Real Raw Relatable Podcast with me, Kat John. I'm an authenticity coach who's on a mission to help people save and channel their fucks towards what truly matters to them. And something worth giving a major fuck about is taking responsibility for your own life. And here in the podcast, I'll be sharing real guidance, raw truths and relatable stories to help you do just that. When all else fails, just take out the plug and then plug it back in. Ugh, this fucking microphone was doing my bananas in just playing sound through one earball and <laughs> sounded very tingy and I was like mm, maybe I'll just unplug and put it back and what do you know fucking it works I'm definitely coming out of my little black hole um, I'm no longer in the hole I'm sort of sitting I've climbed my way out of the hole um, or you know I didn't even have to climb I was like yeah cool 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 I'll come out and now I'm sort of sitting at the top of the hole like with my legs, legs dangling in the hole so I can see my darkness as opposed to being in it. Um, definitely feeling lighter in my being. And um, yeah, just in that more curious nature as opposed to fearful nature and resistance nature. Um, so that feels really nice um, to, 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 be, to be back. I want to share with you this post that I wrote. Um, it was some time ago now, and it just sort of sparked my mind when I was like, what am I want to, what do I want to share today um, on the podcast? And it was back in 2021 when I wrote the post and it says this, I'll read it word for word. I love my alone time. It's where my introvert in me thrives. And I love the silence. I can hear my inner voice clearly. The quiet space is freeing and it's where some of my biggest chats with my higher self takes place. I do need to manage this part of me because I can shift into shutting people out and not needing to see anyone. There's a part of me that's very happy to be on my own. However, I know that that can turn into a dysfunctional pattern of behavior to lock off my heart and keep people out. Previously, I did this mega unconsciously and didn't even know how far I'd pushed the alone time. Back then, it was a defense mechanism to not let people in, to see my flaws, the not-so-pretty side or that I wasn't coping with life. But now I can sense when it's a healthy space or if I'm closing up. I've learned to honor and communicate when I need it and to stay open when I want to close off. Knowing yourself, your edges, your dysfunctional patterns, and getting to know more of your true self is one of, and if not, the most important thing to discover. When you know more of who you're not and live more into who you are, that's living authentically to you. No one else's views or opinions of how you should be living matter as much because you know what's true for you. And I want to bring this to the podcast today because I'm sure there are plenty of you out there who have this similar tug of war between you where you're like, fuck, am I blocking people out or am I just wanting healthy alone time? Or is this really healthy alone time or am I actually blocking people out? And the reason why I knew for me when I was blocking people out was because I literally didn't want them to see me. 
I didn't want to see them. I didn't want them to see me in a less than ideal state than what my ego said I had to be, uh, than what my story said I had to be, than what I thought is how I should be, um, you know, in terms of always happy or always, you know, like shit together and everything's cool and everything's fine and everything's dandy, even though I might have just had a fight with someone or I'm struggling financially. I guess I would push people out when I felt like a loser or I felt dark or um, I felt ashamed of who I was and how I was. Um, And that really, you know, that messed with some friendships uh, with me. Uh, And that was a big learning curve that I had to um, face up to with not when I do, when I don't allow people in when I'm not okay, um, like the, the depth of my friendships, um, they couldn't really kind of go places. I was always willing to be there for someone when they were down, but I didn't want anyone to see me when I was down. So I'd say I'm busy or no, I can't tonight. And I'd be making excuses. And then there were certain friends who'd call bullshit on that. Now in my life, like to be honest, um, I don't spend a huge amount of time with my friends. Um, I'll see them, you know, once every couple of months, uh, talk to them on the phone. I'm not a huge talker on the phone. I actually don't like talking on the phone that much. Um, I really do enjoy my pottering self time. And I was listening to a Glennon Doyle podcast about friendships and the guests that they had on said some people in the world, it's like eating a meal. When some people in the world, when they eat a meal, they're like, yeah, cool, I'm done. And they've eaten half their plate. Some people will have a full plate and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm still hungry and I want more. And she likened that to people who are slightly more introverted or who just uh, get filled up with less, with less. Uh, And then there are people who get filled up with more. So the more and more people who, the people who love to be around people, that's how they get filled up and they want more of that. And that's how they generate energy or that's how, you know, they feel satiated when there are people like myself um, who I need shorter bursts of time with people um, and less frequent. And that's good for me. Because you see, I guess I've swung in many different directions in my life where in my earlier years, I would be so invested in people's lives, like unhealthily invested. I'd know their every fucking appointment. I'd know wherever they were going and whatever they were doing and when they had a date. And I would try and remember all the dates that they had a date and all the dates in their life that were significant to the point where I would be very stressed out if I forgot something and I'd I'd call myself a bad friend or... I'd label myself a bad friend. So I got too invested in people's lives because that made me feel like a valid human being. Then what I did, maybe it's the fucking liberant in me, I just went, wow, and swung to the opposite end of the scale um, and then pushed people away. So I kept people at arm's length, um, didn't want to get too close to them. Um, And again, that was also due to them not seeing me in my down state. Um, but also too, I was like, well, 
if I get too close and I'm going to get invested and I don't trust myself enough to not get invested, so I'm just going to keep everyone out. Whereas now I've landed in a place where I'm like, okay, cool. I will spend time with my friends. They all pretty well know that I'm not the let's hang out every kind of weekend often person, Um, but I'll hang out and I'll chat and I'll let you know when I'm done. And when I'm done, I'm just done. And it's, it's taken me 36 years, 36 years old to find and land in a place where I'm like, okay, this is how I do life. I don't need people as much as what I thought I did when I was younger. I still need people more than what I told myself when I was keeping people out. So now I'm in the game of the balancing act. I know when I'm like, fuck, all right, I've really got myself too deep into work and I've neglected my friends. And so when I realize that and I'm like, okay, cool, it's my tendency to sort of forget that. I'm not going to now go and over-invest myself. I'm just going to ease my way back in. I'm going to return that phone call. I'm going to check in to see how they are. I'm going to be more conscious in my attempt and in my um, gesture of like, hey, how the fuck are you? I love you. I miss you. When do you want to hang? And so if you're hearing this and you're like, shit, I'm someone who is way too invested in other people's lives. Or if you're listening to this and you're like, whoa, I keep people out and I use the introvert or I use the, um, you know, I'm just needing my alone time card. If you're listening to that, or if you're listening and you're like, fuck, that is me then this is where you start asking yourself questions. You start going into self-inquiry. If you're overgiving, you ask yourself, what am I not willing to live or why am I not willing to live my own life? What am I scared about if I focused on my life as opposed to this person's life? What am I making it mean if I spend less of my fucks and attention and energy on that person's life as opposed to my own life? How can I really define friendship? How can I redefine friendship rather than it being this means I'm a good friend if I'm like this, this, that, and the other? What is true friendship really mean to you. And so that's going to get you asking your questions and then getting some answers to be like, fuck, I'm afraid to live my life because I'm afraid to uh, invest less in my friends because what if they drop me? What if they don't like that I'm spending less time invested in them? What is that going to mean about me? Am I going to be friends with anyone? Am I going to find anyone again? Is anyone going to want to be my BFF? And so then you start to get to hear your ego and your and its stories <clears throat> and your thoughts start to come about. Maybe you're afraid to live your own life because you don't know where to start. You're like, oh my God, my finances are fucked. Oh my God, my relationship is fucked. Oh my God, my health is fucked. But so long as I'm focusing on someone else, then I don't have to focus on myself. So you may be afraid to deal with your own life. And that's what is causing you to overinvest. If you block people out, what are you afraid of? Are you afraid that you can't trust yourself 
in honoring your boundaries, in saying no. So as a result, you just push people away. I certainly fucking did. That was an easier thing to do than actually say, oh, no, I don't want to do that. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. It was easier for me to push away than to hold my truth and voice it. And that was a big learning curve for me. What are you afraid of with people seeing all parts of you? What parts of you are you not wanting people to see and why? What's so bad about it? How come you can be there for another person, but you're not willing for someone else to be there for you? What's your story there? And this is how you start to call yourself out, to call bullshit and start to live in such a way where you're like, actually, this is what friendship means to me. This is how I like to live my life and friendships in it. And like I said, I haven't fucking nailed it. I haven't got it perfect because there are times when I get out of balance. The one thing that I don't get out of balance is over-investing because I'll never do that again. My greatest lesson is, hey, you've spent enough alone time now. Radar, come on, let's reconnect. Let's make the effort. That's my practice now. That's my ongoing practice. Ask the questions, get the answers, and then put them into practice. Thanks for joining me today for the Real Raw Relatable Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and you got some great value from it. If you did, I'd love you to rate or review the podcast and share it with someone who you know could do with hearing today's message. If you're wondering how I can best help you and support you, head to catjohn.com.au and you can check out all of my services there. And you can also book in a free 15-minute chat with me so I can best direct you to how I can best serve you or pass you on to someone who I know in my circle. Lots of love. I'll see you in your earballs on Thursday. Peace be with you.